Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theatre. I am your host, Sir Hector Stewart. This is the seventh episode in our Dog Days of Advent submission, that crazy contest we just can't seem to resist. Joining me in the booth today, we have an abbreviated cast of Tom Later, Well, howdy! Jeffrey Ventura, our resident security expert, perimeter secure and all approaches being surveilled, sir. Happy to be here. Thanks for that, Jeffrey. We also have joining us Jay Lang Jensen, Menchek Majenovic. Hello, happy to be here. Hello, Sir Hector. You know, you're on podcast with strong feast, like a mob boss. Uh, thank you, Menchek. I think. Mob boss is bullshit. <laughs> uh, well. And last but not least, Pierre the Shrimp. Bonjour, uh, is that some kind of shark-shark? Uh, not at all, Pierre. I have no time to make jokes. My budget's been cut short, remember? Excusez-moi! Sorry, poor word choice. We're on a shoestring budget. Hey, we can always look at ways you guys can contribute to our bottom line. Mummy does not believe a podcast is an appropriate investment for my trust fund. Excuse me? Nothing. Moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, the audiobook we are reviewing today is called Earthcore. It was written by Scott Sigler and narrated by Ray Porter. The book was 20 hours and 16 minutes in length. It was produced by Empty Set Entertainment. Pierre, could you please read us the book jacket? Certainement, secteur. Deep below a desolate Utah mountain lies the largest platinum deposit ever discovered. A billion-dollar find. It waits for a company that can drill a world's record three-mile-deep mine shaft. Earthcore is the company with the technology, the resources, and the guts to go after the mother load. Young executive Connell Kirkland is the company's driving force, pushing himself and those around him to uncover the massive treasure. But at three miles below the surface, where the rocks are so hot they burn the bare skin, something has been waiting for centuries. Waiting and guarding. Kirkland and the Earth Corps are about to find out firsthand why this treasure has never been unearthed. Uh, thank you, Pierre. Sir Hector, what are you doing? Is that a cell phone? Sorry, everyone. I was just hitting ignore. Who are you trying to ignore? No one of importance. Let us move on, shall we? Pierre, what did you think of this audiobook? To be honest, Sir Hector, I was not prepared for this book. The level of violence was incredible. Not what I expect after reading the book jacket. I can tell you that. Did you miss the disclaimer? The FDO always warns people that this story contains lots and lots of violence. What is FDO? It's who? And that's Scott Sigler, the future dark overlord. Well, this man, uh, Scott Sigler, uh, is not joking. Scott Sigler, I really wish you'd write this down. I do not have hands. This is impossible. Anyway, I have to thank the casting director here uh, for having... Uh, uh, what, what's his name encore? Ray Porter. Oui, him. Well, his performance was what got me through this book. It was terrifying. I do not even know how this partner fellow could manage to finish this book. He must be very brave. Again, Pierre, it's Ray Porter. Man, you didn't like the scare factor here? I loved it. Just imagine if those rock to buy things are real, and they're down there, waiting for us to let our guards down. 
If they're waiting for that, they've let it pass by. People are basically zombies these days. Besides, if the soldiers were on the ball, this would have been a much different book. The tech used in this book was very cool, though. I want one of those lasers. Don't forget the cool suits. Oh, yeah. By the way, does the budget have an extra 250k for one of those? I believe it would be a very important piece of equipment to have. Absolutely not. And how could it possibly be of any use to us here in the recording studio? That's classified. It's just on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. It is nonsense like this that eats into my audio budget. Sir Hector, please stay on topic. Well, I never. Fine. Menchek, you've been quiet over there. Overall, I very much enjoy this book. Are some weak characters, but uh, Kyla Myers makes up for this. I very much like to meet this woman. I have much interest in her knuckle-breaking technique. In a purely academic way, you know. Vous, académique, how droll! What? Study of torture, very reputable path of inquiry. Knowing how to make someone talk, very advantageous. Allegedly, to some people. I found her and many of the other characters in this book to be extremely violent and brutal. It rather seemed like everyone was an asshole. Pardon my French. Je m'excuse. Sorry, Pierre. I forgot you were there. This book gave me nightmares, and the images stayed with me long after I heard them. I believe that some of that should be attributed to the narration. Ray Porter was exceptional. I love his range. I like the fact that the FDO's characters are not goody-goodies. They're real people. Selfish people driven by their own interests. They're believable. Who cares if they're all assholes? I think they're written in a way that I care what happens to them, in spite of who they are. And yes, this book is violent and brutal. Most of Scott's books are, but that's why I like them so much. I thought this was a great story from an action perspective. I don't think that the scientist would be able to pull off that same crap on a real security team. He couldn't be that smart. Ray's narration of this book was great. Patrick O'Doyle was commanding and really believable. If I were him, I would have used knife. Oh, I'm not saying more due to spoilers. Indeed, we must always avoid spoilers. There was so much I do not understand. Uh, references to things that made no point to the story. Like, what does a nuclear bomb in Chicago have to do with a mountain in Utah? This was pointless information. Well, Pierre, none of that was pointless. This book takes place in the middle of the Siglerverse. All of Scott's books take place in that world. The events of Pandemic and Contagious and his other books all have impacts on the world. It even goes into the future with his GFL series and The Crypt. Hell yeah, with the POV James Keeley. Right, and all the others he's written, like Nocturnal and Ancestor. You don't have to read all of them to understand the individual books, but those connective tissues run through them all. Even your description is disgusting. Uh, I want to know no more. Uh, well, that's your loss. I'm going to keep reading them all. It was all good by me. This book had my heart pumping faster than a scalded cat, and it kept me engaged the whole time. You are easily impressed. Uh, I digress. If that's all the comments we have, we shall move on to the voting. Pierre, you may as well go first. Merci, Sir Hector. Uh, I like the narration of Monsieur Porker. Porter. Oui, him. He was good enough for an 8 out of 10. But the story I did not like so much. I'll give that a 6 out of 10. Thank you, Pierre. Recording that score. Jeffrey, how about you? I think the narration deserves nine silver bugs, and the story is a solid ten rock to pies. Needlessly descriptive, 
Menchak, I felt the narration deserves eight silver bugs. <laughs> I like that. And as for octopies, is nine of them chasing you in the dark. That is almost as disturbing as this book. Jay, your votes? Well, Sir Hector, keeping with the theme, I'll go with ten silver bugs for narration and ten octopies for story. That's high praise. Tom, your votes? Well, I'll tell you, this book and the way it was told is almost perfect. Perfect to me. So I'll go nine and nine, silver bugs and rock to pass. Thank you for all making the math on this challenging. Just what I need. While I agree with all of you on narration, Ray was excellent. I'm giving him a nine out of ten. I disagree on the story, however. I am not going to be as generous. That will be a six out of ten from me. I will just add up all of these totals for the overall score. It looks like we have an 8.3 out of 10 for narration and an 8.3 out of 10 for story. Interesting how that worked out. Yeah, I think we should take those sixes out of the tally, but that's just me. It is just you. You cannot delete any more of us. Then you will no longer have a show. Just try me. I will pass on that. <sighs> to wrap things up, we as a group would like to recommend this audiobook, but be prepared for a very different type of book. If you're easily offended or have trouble sleeping, do not read or listen to the FDO. His sole reason for existence is to terrify you. This concludes the seventh episode of our Dog Days of Advent Challenge. From all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, we wish you a good evening and a good night. Samples Library. We can be found at nimlast.org or you can email us at j at jglinegents.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0, unported license. Thanks for joining us.